How can I get myself to finally take action on what I need to do? How can I feel confident to go after what I want? And how can I overcome my fear of failing at my dreams? Dear Creative Mind, those are some of the questions that we'll get to explore in today's episode. So if you've ever felt held back in your progress because you're scared that it might fail, or if you feel afraid to take certain actions because what if it doesn't work out, then this was recorded for you. Dear Creative Mind, welcome. This podcast is a space I created for us to explore the depth, textures, and intricacies of our creative mind. My name is Pascal, and I'll be your guide, helping you navigate your rebellious path. I know our creative mind sometimes gets lost in the maze of our imagination or sidetracked by the stories of our inner critic. On this podcast, you'll find grounding meditations to soothe your mind, coaching notes to help you find more focus and flow, and conversations with other creatives to inspire you in the hopes of helping you better understand and take care of your whole creative self. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, I'm really happy that you're here with me today and that you've decided to join me for this conversation. And whether you are returning to this podcast or if it's your first time listening, well, welcome. This will be a solo episode today and just like most of these coaching episodes, I am bringing something to your attention with the intention of exploring a question together and also offering you a few ways that you can maybe find your own answer to this. So as always, I'm here as your guide and I'm always open to maybe continuing the conversation with you by email. So you're always welcome to reach out. Let me know what came up during the episode. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or other opinions, I'm always curious to know. I'm not super active on Instagram, so it's always best to find me um, by email. It's my first name, Pascal, P-A-S-C-A-L-E, at DearCreativeMind.com. So last month, uh, for our coaching episode, we explored our relationship to structure. And today I wanted to talk about another kind of relationship that we have, and it's the one with failure. And I also wanted to explore how this can actually become fuel to reinvent yourself, to innovate with your art, maybe to pivot your business to find even more alignment, more purpose, more truth to your creative work. And this conversation is definitely inspired by the energy of Scorpio season, which typically talks about death and transformation and rebirth and how these dark moments can actually help us reconnect with ourselves and with what matters. And it's also always an invitation to be okay with the many deaths that we have to experience so that we can bring something truer to life. I personally have been navigating some personal and professional setbacks lately. And to be honest, as much as deep down I know it's always for the best, on the moment it really hurts. It's really painful. But I've noticed recently how much faster I was able to bounce back from certain types of failures or obstacles that would have, quite frankly, made me give up in the past 
and I was reflecting on what had changed. How was I able to not let these failures or challenges stop me from pursuing what I wanted? And for sure, it's a mix of many different things. Um, but I wanted to share some of it with you today. So first, I want to begin by exploring our relationship to failure because just like I was sharing um, last time uh, in October's episode, the issue is not the issue. It's the way that we relate to the issue that is the issue. So failure and failing is not wrong. It's not bad. It's our relationship to failure that we need to shift. So we're going to start here. I want you to ask yourself how you relate to failure. What are the thoughts, beliefs, emotions that you have around it? Maybe think about how you react to it or sometimes choose to avoid it. For many of us, and dare I say all of us, <laughs> failure is very vulnerable. The possibility of investing so much time and energy and money into something and for it to not work out is terrifying. So often we avoid taking action even if it could mean that we succeed at it because from that place we don't know yet. It could also mean failure and so we end up exhausting ourselves doing a lot of little things that actually don't make any difference because deep down, we know they don't make any difference, good or bad. So we won't have to deal with the possibility of it not working out. So that might look like creating a lot of content on social media because it feels somewhat easy for you and knowing deep down that what actually would make a difference is to reach out to, let's say, an art gallery in your city or maybe send your music to a producer or maybe pitch yourself as a podcast guest. So the funny thing is that these kinds of actions take way less time usually and they have a way higher chance of succeeding. But we keep writing those little social media posts or we keep changing the font on our website, or we kind of put final touches for the 20th time on our painting, and we avoid what would actually make a difference. And instead, we exhaust our energy doing something else. And that's a recipe for exhaustion, if you ask me. But the fear is real, so I really want to invite you to ask yourself, what do you feel is lying underneath that fear for you? What does failure mean to you? And I'm going to give you a few examples. So maybe there's a part of you that's afraid of investing time and energy, like I said, and that at the end of it, it's not going to make much of a difference. So maybe just like me, and that's the case for me, the, the fear of failure is actually more of a fear of wasting time. Um, but I also want you to consider how you might actually be feeding the very thing that you fear the most. Um, for example, when we avoid certain things because we're afraid we're going to waste time, 
we are wasting time on other things. <laughs> so there's probably a certain dose of irony in your situation as well, whether it's a similar situation or a different one than mine. But the first thing to maybe consider is to become aware of what is hiding under that avoidance and under the fear of failing. So I want you to consider what might be hiding under that avoidance, under the fear of failure. Maybe there's a part of you that associates your success to your self-worth. Maybe a part of you is afraid of being judged for failing or being rejected. Maybe there's a part of you that's afraid of the change that would result from either a failure or a success, so you decide to stay put. Maybe there could be some pressure related to succeeding or failing, um, but for example, let's say your new project is a success, Maybe you are going to think, well, people are going to expect more of me and that comes with a lot of pressure. So as you can see, our fear of failure and our resistance to dealing with those obstacles is often about our relationship to change and our ability to navigate change and to navigate whatever would come after failing or succeeding, whether it's good or bad. And something else I want to bring to your attention today is that as creatives, we're not really used to practicing failure. And what I mean by that is that if we compare ourselves to sports and being an athlete, being an artist is not that different in the sense that it requires a lot of discipline, a lot of practice and repetition to show up again and again and do the work. But unlike athletes, unfortunately for most creative practices and art forms, we're not often practicing failure. We're not often in situations where we're forced to overcome challenges. Whereas in sports, I feel like you're much more confronted with failure and you have to learn to bounce back from setbacks very, very quickly because your team depends on it. Um, and I know absolutely nothing about sports. <laughs> I was actually the kid that was picked last in gym class for a very good reason. <laughs> and at some point in high school, I actually hurt myself on purpose to not go to gym class for almost half a year. So that just gives you an idea. I, I don't watch sports also, so I, I'm really assuming things at this point, but it just feels um, true to me. And I'd be very curious to know if, if you feel the same way. But I feel like athletes learn to see failure or losing as part of the journey to success. It's an essential part of their growth. They cannot lose a game and then make it mean that they have to give up on their sport. They cannot not attend practice and only show up for the game. They cannot make losing mean giving up altogether. They, they have to manage to feel the pain, to learn from it, to change their strategy, to, I don't know, work out differently, to try something new and to come back stronger. So they get to adapt, they get to build a lot of resilience, they understand that losses and failures are part of the game 
and they learn to view mistakes as opportunities for growth. And I feel like the nature of pursuing a creative path doesn't allow us the same space to fail and then learn from it. And maybe that's because of the art form itself, or maybe because we often practice art making in solitude. Um, But there are a few instances where we are in a position where we need to learn to fail. And most importantly, be held in our failure and to receive support when we do. I feel like the only moments where that's been the case for me in terms of being confronted to failure is in art school. When you submit something and you get criticized in front of your peers, or let's say you submit your art to a contest and maybe your art piece gets rejected, I feel like you're pretty much dealing with with all of that on your own. Whereas in most sport practices, you might get the opportunity to overcome this challenge as a team. So I feel like in order to reduce our resistance to failure and to build a healthier relationship to it or with it, we first need to practice it. And then we also need to find a support system to help us go through it. And also, I don't want to go into the old you know, rejection is protection and failure is redirection, but it's still very true. We really have to remind ourselves of the power that comes with something not working out because it's helping us, you know, expand our perspective to what else could work. It helps us find better solutions. It helps us innovate and transform whether it's ourselves or our art. So when you face a challenge, when you face a failure in your creative work, I would love to invite you to channel those emotions into your work. I would love to invite you to consider maybe taking a break and, you know, getting some fresh perspective because there's so much information that we can use from that experience to find a better way to succeed. And We cannot forget the importance of community as well, as I said, and finding a support system to help us navigate those moments. So what I thought I would maybe offer for you today is some journaling prompts to help you reflect on what we've just talked about. And you'll also find them in the show notes. I have seven prompts for you. You maybe want to journal about all of them or maybe the one that resonates most or maybe the one that you feel most resistant to explore. So I'm going to read you the journaling prompts. You can pause the episode and journal live with me, or you can also schedule some time later this week to go back to it. So the first prompt is, what unexpected opportunities might arise from this situation? The second prompt, how can I turn this failure into a plot twist in my life story? Prompt number three, if this was a puzzle, what would be the missing pieces I would need to find? Prompt number four, what role did courage play in my attempt and how can I honor that courage going forward? Prompt number five, if I were a superhero, what superpower would help me overcome this obstacle? Prompt number six, 
What if failure were just a dress rehearsal for a spectacular success? And prompt number seven, the last one. If my life were a canvas, how would I paint over this mistake to create a masterpiece? So I hope these lead to beautiful reflections. I'd love to hear about them. And I want to leave you with a reflection today. And it is, if something does not work, consider trying to play with it. So when it does not work, play. I want you to carry this invitation with you today. See what might change. And again, feel free to reach out and let me know whatever came up when you listen to the episode. And maybe a last little thought that just comes to mind now, if you want to create a success board, so like a mood board that would illustrate the feeling of success and what it looks like for you so that you can focus your energy on moving closer to this instead of running away from failure. I hope this episode served you well today and we'll speak soon. Thank you for having this conversation or meditation with me today. And because it is a conversation, you're always welcome to reach out and let me know what came up for you. If this episode felt supportive, please share it with a friend and take a quick minute to leave a rating and a review. It means the world to me when you support the podcast. And if you're curious about working with me as your private coach, you can learn more at DearCreativeMind.com. That's also where you can find more resources to support you and also join our monthly gathering, The Creative Playground. Thank you so much for being here today and we'll speak again very soon.